There you go. What's going on, Gary? What's going on there, Brian? Hey, man, not much, man. Finally got you back on the sideline, junkies. Ready to talk? Yes, some, sir. Ready to talk some? Uh, we 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 gonna we gonna make this we gonna make this podcast a special podcast this time this time around. Um, for everybody, this is this is my man Gary. He hasn't been with us since the uh, the all time NBA draft or the simulation we did on two K that he graciously took an L on. So are we happy to I, have him. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I just got I, I I do gotta say something about that. I'm glad you brought that up. I would love for everybody to forward their teams to like a professional analyst, Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose, somebody <laughs> like that, and have them look over the team. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that they will pick my team, man. Y'all, y'all laughed at my, my at my Chris Webber pick, but the dude, the dude plays offense and defense. Spark off my bench, tremendous player, man. But go ahead, brother. You see how? <laughs> hey, hey, for people that listen to this, so you know how many episodes you got to go back to even make this relevant. We did like probably thirty episodes since then, man. So you got to dig back in the archives, listen to that episode, and you got to hear Gary's picks for his team. He didn't didn't pick a bad team. His team just didn't come in in, in in the clutch. And that's what we're talking about today because the comments I made yesterday about Alex Smith, I'm thinking being a bust. Uh, KZ didn't agree with me. My man Allen didn't agree with me. So we're going to talk about that. Also, this is a numero uno Dallas Cowboy fan. Um, you know, not, not one of these Dallas Cowboy fans that parade around here and just hate the Redskins just to hate the Redskins or Cowboy fans because everybody else is a Cowboy fan. A man knows his stuff. So we're going to talk some Cowboys. We might dip the big toe in FSU. I know that's a sore spot right now. We might dip the big toe over there a little bit. But with that being said, let's go into our our first topic and, and the comments I made about Alex Smith being a bust. And we were just talking on WhatsApp. That's why I said. Let's get on here and let's put it in the show. Um, I felt like Alex Smith is a bust because not because of the stats he put up, not because of what he does. I think because of my main point is his draft position and what he's accomplished off his draft position. Now, Gary, tell me what you why you think that's wrong. Well, because I consider like a Jamarcus Russell a bust, somebody somebody that doesn't make it past the third season start in the league somewhere is a bust. Like wherever Alex Smith went, he was the starter. He was the focal point. And he's not the reason why the team loses. I understand he's not the reason why the team wins, but he's definitely not the reason why the team loses. The man can maintain a game. He could not lose you the game. And he's a very solid quarterback. Most of all teams would like to have a dude like that on their team, I would consider him a bust, you know, because if you consider Alex Smith a bust, I can make a strong case in, in considering um, uh, uh, Elon Manning a bust. This dude throws multiple interceptions every – I mean, he sets records for interceptions throwing in a season. He's had about eight good games of postseason play, which makes him possibly a Hall of Famer. Phillip Rivers, another guy who's, who's a top pick, has it come through in the playoffs? And you could probably – I mean, if if you consider Alex Smith a bust, I would say Phillip Rivers could be a bust too. But I'm definitely not saying he's not. So that's just my case for Alex Smith. And I'm not a Alex Smith fan. I was comparing Dak Prescott. I think that's Dak Prescott's ceiling was gonna, is going to be an Alex Smith. He's never going to be a gunslinger. He's never going to be somebody that's going to get you back from being 20 points down throwing the ball. And, and, and it's a fair point. So so do you think do you think I'm using too harsh of a word and when I say bust? Because I agree with you hundred percent and you're you're basically mirroring mirroring what KG said yesterday about Demarcus Russell's other world and I think uh, Jim said Tim Couch and guys like that. I, I agree with you. So do you feel like he's he was worth a number one pick? I wish I had the um I wish I had the draft class 
in front of me right now. Hold on. on. That's what these mighty iPhones do. Because, matter of fact, fact, uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers was in that draft. He was in that draft. And then he, remember, he sat in the green room for a long time. Yeah, yeah, but Aaron Rodgers was in that draft. I don't know who else was, but Aaron Rodgers was in that draft, and nobody knew him. Alex Smith was throwing up some crazy numbers with uh, with uh, the coach from um, Ohio State. He was at uh, the college that Alex Smith was at. I forgot that too. Um, what's his name? He he just got suspended for that for that charges. What's his name? You, uh, Alex Smith Ohio came from State. Utah. Yeah, Utah, but 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 the coach of Ohio State was there. Okay. Okay. I forgot um, his name. I'm looking, but while you think another name, I'm looking through the draft. It was Alex Smith. The next QB taken was Aaron Rodgers at 24. That was the next QB. There was no QBs taken. Uh, you had uh, that was Ronnie Brown, Braylon Edwards. That that's a bust. Braylon Edwards is a complete bust. Ronnie Brown was a bust too. Ron, Ron, Ronnie yeah. Brown. He he ran that he ran that cat down there in Miami. You know, he ran that for like a season or two, but he was a bust. Uh, I think Ronnie Brown had a more productive career than Braylon Edwards, though. I think they're about parallel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, because because Ronnie Brown, he was a flash in the pan. He ran that. He ran that. Uh, that 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 cat down there. What they call that? The the wild cat. He ran that down wild there. Cat, yep. That was about it. And and uh, my man Cadillac Williams. Yeah, he, he they. They ran Cadillac Williams into the ground, boy. Um, yeah, but yeah, Aaron, Aaron, at Auburn, they was they was together at Auburn. Yep. So at, right after Aaron Rodgers, the Redskins took Jason Campbell. And Jason that, Campbell. That, yep. That that rounded out the first round of quarterbacks. I'm looking through here now. I'm trying to see uh, where the next QB was taken. Uh, Charlie Charlie Fry was in the third round. Andrew Walter. I don't I don't even remember him. Um, <laughs> uh, but the names you naming that's exactly that's exactly why you know <laughs> Alex Smith went that high I mean it's the process of elimination there's nobody left Kyle Orton went in the fourth round to the Bears uh, yeah I'm looking I'm trying to see if it was a who was down here Dave or Orlovsky, Detroit. That 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 was that didn't work out. Uh, the other is it's a couple other quarterbacks, but I'm not even going to mention their name because they're not even relevant. So we're not even going we're not even going to talk about those guys. Derek Anderson went to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Okay, that yeah, was like, you know the, you know more of the names that you're naming. The 49ers was in high demand for quarterback, and Alex Smith. Put up big knocks at Utah. It's Urban Meyer. That's his name. Urban Meyer was the coach of youth of Utah. Okay, okay. And uh, and uh, Alex Smith was putting up crazy numbers. And as you see, he, there was no competition for that for that number one overall pick Ooh, because Aaron Rodgers. He was at California, right? Didn't he go to California? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers went to Cal. Yep. Yeah, he went to California. He was a he was an okay quarterback, but he wasn't number one worthy. You know, so as. <laughs> I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is for that draft class, maybe maybe if there was a Phillip Rivers behind Alex Smith, or if there was like an Eli in the same draft class, you know, then you could then you could possibly see, you know, that the 49ers might have messed up and they should have chose some threes or something. You got the other the other two big names in this draft, they went in the seventh round, Matt Castle to the Patriots. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick went to St. Louis Rams. Now, like you said, neither one of those names are bar burners. Uh, Matt Castle has swindled some money out of a couple teams, thinking he was the second coming of Brady. So, um, well, I guess here's my thing. I, I guess for me, and and we're we're looking at it now with the the, the top picks in this year's draft: the Josh Allen's, Josh Rosen. Uh, Sam Donald is showing flashes, um, but it's it's always my thing is that when you put somebody back there, and, and me being a me being a Buffalo Bills fan, I've watched it for a little over well, since two thousand. Basically, I watched New England run the division, and then I watched Brady come in uh, for Drew Bledsoe, and it, and the rest is history. You watch quarterbacks like Tom Brady, you watch quarterbacks like Drew Brees. 
and Aaron Rodgers. I'm trying to think of who else to put on that list. But these quarterbacks can take an average team and take them to the next level. Brady did it a, a, a long time. He, he was running with David Patton and his, as his primary receiver at one point. You know what I'm saying? So it's, this, is, this is why I say, for me, yeah, Alex Smith is a solid quarterback. He he doesn't do anything to lose your games, but he's he can't he can't step up to the next gear and take your team to the playoffs. He has to be on the the two thousand Ravens where they got the with one of the all time defenses and they got Jamal Lewis in the back backfield to run the ball like like that for a number one overall pick. I think that's a bust. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but Eli, Eli had a tremendously great defensive line with the Giants for both of those runs that he had. They had a nice, they 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 had a nice DB, well, a secondary, you know, and for the most part, they had a nice one-two punch with the running game, you know. And he had weapons, Plasco Burst, you know, he had he had weapons. So the line, the the stars was definitely aligned for Eli, and you're and and. You you really are trying to tell me if you swapped out Alex Smith and Eli, that Alex Smith wouldn't have won a Super Bowl win? Nah, not with the Giants. Not those not those what? two years they beat the Patriots. Because because hold on, the, I think the one thing that Eli has over Alex, Alex has never really been a deep ball guy, and that in Eli was at a, at a certain time. Eli will take chances, and that's why. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at his interceptions by year. You know, you're 100 percent right about him being a turnover for his career. He got uh, 345 touchdowns and 231 interceptions. And I don't know if you set a record, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What it was, was uh, I think it was it's 2013. He had 27 interceptions. 27 interceptions, and 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 you know, in those two Super Bowl run years, that there was a couple games lost by Eli because. I think both of those years they was wild card teams, yeah, so obviously, they, so obviously they wasn't a great regular season team, and that's probably mostly because of Eli. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And if you have Alex Smith there, you don't lose the game. To, I mean, to me, to me, to me, it sounds like you're comparing. If Eli is, is Jordan, then Alex Smith is is Kobe. So if that's the case, you couldn't, you can't put Kobe in Jordan's position and they still win six titles. Well, I see, but you're putting him. See for you, for you, you're putting Alex Smith and and Eli on on basically the same bench. I'm saying Eli's on another bench down the street, closer to the door, and Alex Smith is in the in, in like the middle of the pack. He's like a hundredth in line. That, that like they're not even on the same. Like that, I can't I can't make that comparison. They're not even on the same bench. I'm saying I'm saying if, I think if Alex Smith took control of those two super giant super bowl teams i think instead of being a wild card they might have won a division they might have maybe had a buy because he would have been more way more consistent than eli but i think they get bounced out the first their first playoff game because he's not he's not the same quarterback as eli he's not going to take the chances that eli takes and that's what makes eli that's what when it, it takes him up another notch he's willing to take chances even though he, you know, he had uh, 27 interceptions one season. 2010, he had uh, 25. 2007, he had 20. So he, he, he's definitely throwing them. But I think I don't think they go as far. Is is Matt Ryan better than Elon Manning to you? Oh, man, you just you just put me on the spot on Do that. You see what I'm saying? You know, you know I mean, like that's the point yeah, I'm but, making. But, it's no, like, but I don't, like, I don't we, like we, Matt Ryan. We are like we are. We are uh, uh, splitting hairs here, man. I mean, because I'm saying I don't like Matt Ryan. I don't like Matt Ryan. I don't think Matt Ryan. I don't like Matt Ryan either or Eli. I think I think Eli. He's not an elite quarterback, but I think he can reach up and touch the next level of elite. If he, if he, like, if, to me, if Alex Smith raised his hands, he's just at the 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 good quarterback. He's touching the, the floor of the good quarterbacks. The, oh, maybe the low. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and, and answer me that question then. So is Matt do you do you put Matt Ryan and Eli in the same class or is one better than the other? I think Eli's I, I would take Eli over Matt Ryan. What? Matt Johnson, you just you just read 
his stat line. The dude throw. I mean, this this past week alone, he threw two horrible interceptions. He did. He two, did. And, I mean, then, and that's what he and, does. And, and then you have Matt Ryan. That's. I think. I think he's a middle of the pack quarterback. Also, I, Matt Ryan's. He has Julio Jones. I think if you if you switch teams right now, I think I don't think the Falcons are one and four. You got Julio. If you put Eli Manning on the Falcons, you don't think that they're still one and four? I think they're two and two. Wow, you like Eli Manning? Just, no, no, no. I don't. I don't like Eli. I just think that he's a I, like we. I think he's all comments, man. All right, let, let's 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 make a base. This this quarterback position in NFL. This is probably. Do you agree that this position in in any sport? Is the most important position. Most definitely. I agree with that. Okay. Okay. So any sport across the board, you go to hockey, basketball. If you go to the NFL, if you do not have a quarterback there, a competent quarterback that's making decisions to to get your team down the field, you you're not going anywhere. We we're we're looking at it right now all across the board in the NFL. It's five quarterbacks and then it's the rest of the league. And then yep. you got you got the Blake Bortles of the world where you don't know if he's going to come out and throw 480 yards, four touchdowns, or he's going to throw 88 yards and four interceptions. He just – he's, you know what I'm saying, until he gets consistency down, is this – he's in that, that pack behind these five quarterbacks. So saying that, I think that Matt Ryan doesn't have that gear. And, and we saw it in the Super Bowl. They, they lost that lead to the Patriots. Like Brady doesn't lose that lead. Aaron Rodgers is not losing that lead. You don't think that was coaching, man? I think that was all coaching. I think part of it was coaching, but I'm going off of how they push Matt Ryan out to us. Matty Ice, he's one of the best in the league. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a top-five paid quarterback. So if you're a top-five paid quarterback and you're supposed to be able to to read defenses on the fly, do this, that, and the other, why aren't you changing the plays? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, the hell with it. We're not going to go conservative. We're going down the field. We need another score. Like, I think Eli does that. I think I think Brady does that. I think Aaron Rodgers does that. Like, Aaron Rodgers, I can see Aaron Rodgers getting a play call and like, nah, we're not doing that. We're going to go get this first down. I don't think Matt Ryan has that in him. Matt Ryan got MVP, man. He does. He, and he also has Julio Jones and Devontae Freeman. And Tevin Coleman. Eli, and- Eli had Shockey. He had Plastico Burst. He had multiple running backs, a great defense. Eli's been set up. He's been set up better than Matt Ryan. You think you think any of the the the, the wide receivers he had was comparable to Julio Jones? If you if you put together Plastico and Shockey, Shockey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's yeah, I, I got to do that because because Julio's that vicious, you know. Yeah, but, but, that's but, what, but, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You got a gunslinger, and it, 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 all right, let me ask you this: What type of quarterback you think is Matt Ryan a gunslinger to you, or is he more of a? What do you think he is as far as a quarterback? Matt Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is like is like what Alex Smith. It, it, he Alex Smith is what is what Matt Ryan could be. No, no I said that wrong. Hold on. Alex you're Smith. saying there you go. Alex you Smith, go. right. Alex Smith ceiling could be Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan is to me a conservative version of Eli Manning. Meaning that he he has he has spots where he's gun he's a gunslinger. But he's conservative on the Alex Smith side of the game. You understand what I'm saying? Like he's okay. not okay. he's not throwing a rack of interceptions because he's not taking a rack of Chances, but he will take chances. But that's because he has that beast, Julio Jones. Where he he's double covered. I'm throwing it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Hey, exactly. I, 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 bet, I bet on my guy. But if you put Eli Manning's best team against Matt Ryan's best team that he's ever had, which is pretty much a couple years ago in the Super Bowl, that was Matt Ryan's best team. Eli Manning's team is way better than Matt Ryan's team. Way better. Way better. I, I think I think defensively, yes, yeah, I agree part, with that. That's, that's part of the team. No, no, no. And, and I, I, on I, offense I, on all three levels: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, line. 
they were solid all the way through. Plasco Burst was mean when he played. Man. He was at his prime that year. He was mean. I'm trying to. I I I still think a hundred percent. You take Plexico in his best year. You take Julio in his best it's year. I think match. Julio. It's not a match. I think Julio still two or three notches above. Yeah, and that's and, and see and that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I think. If you put Eli on the the Falcons, I think they might be two and two because he's just one of Matt. Like you said, Matt Ryan. He 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 is what Alex Smith should be, and he has that's that's Alex Smith if 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 he if he did what he was supposed to do or whatever the case may be. So saying that, Matt Ryan is still like you say he still has that conservative part in him. He isn't going to take the chances Eli's going to take. Eli's going to throw that joint up to Julio. He going even if I don't care if it's three or four people, just like Big Ben do to AB. It's three people around AB. He's just going to toss it up to him, and you make a play. That's not in Matt Ryan's DNA. He might do it every now and again, but I think Eli is going to do that more. And I think we both can agree. I think Julio will come down with a couple of them joints. Yeah, I mean this this past week. The Odell Beckham's first touchdown catch of the year, he was double covered, and Eli mm-hmm. still threw it. And 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 uh, Julio Jones is way better than Odell Beckham. Yeah. You no. Know, so, in my opinion, but uh, Eli, Eli Manning, man, put him on the Falcons team. Yes, he, will he take more chances? Yes, but when you take chances, what happens? You throw interceptions. He's he's out of he's got a clear history of that. The dude throws a lot of interceptions by taking chances. He's going to try to get it in there, and the defense gets paid too. Julio's not going to catch all of them. They're going to pick him off. That's going to switch momentum. And then momentum is key in the NFL and football, period. You know what I'm saying? So once you break momentum down, you know, then you're possibly 0-5 opposed to 1-4. You know, so you're saying they could be 2-2. Two and two. But they could be on four, not on five, on four. They, they, they can be on four, man. Hey, I, I, I kind of agree with you on that because I think, I think with 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 Eli, your you get that high risk, high reward, um, yeah. type of ar- architecture. You like, yeah, it's, it's you think it's going to. I think it would work because of Julio and what he could do. Like it's just it's just not that type of receiver in the league. You know what I'm saying? It just can be somebody like that. Besides, you know, like like the quarterbacks, there's only a couple of them, so it could go either way. But I, I, I'm thinking just watching the games and the, the the situations they've been in, and you still have, uh, even though Devontae Freeman's been hurt, you still have um, Coleman. So that's he he still has to be accounted for on defense. Now you got Calvin Ridley running running wild, and you still got Muhammad Sanu doing his thing. So yep. I just think. And they eat yeah, off Julio's plate. They 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 yeah. run a while because of Julio, right? And that's what happened. Yeah. That's that's the great part about the football about football, right? And, and, and for the life of me, you know, and I know I know it's mainly Eli. I know the uh, what's the what's the tackle they have in, uh, on, on the Giants' offensive line? He's horrible. Is it Flowers? Yeah, they just released him. They released him today. Did they release him today? Yeah, no, well, no, I'm sorry. They're talking about trading him or they're going to release him. But yeah, by the end of the week, he won't be a Giant. Okay, yeah, he's he's horrible. Yeah. He's absolutely horrible, and, I, and I think that, and I think that plays a, a big part in Eli too. It's like any quarterback, you can't protect the quarterback, and he doesn't have time. You're getting hit now. All of a sudden, that in, internal clock is is on panic. Like I got to get rid of this ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get hit because I know Flowers isn't blocking his guy. I think Matt Ryan in Atlanta has a little bit better offensive line than the Giants. Man, I I used to think. I used to think that Tony Romo and Eli was like, was like they was like hand in hand when they was in their prime, because Tony Romo was the same way. He was a gunslinger. I loved it, but I knew there was a point in the game, in the heart of the game, he's going to give it to the other team. It's just whether the team will catch it or not. <laughs> and that's pretty much what it was. He, he's going to give you one at a crucial point because he's got to get that ball in there to whoever he's throwing it to. And either the team, the defensive team is going to catch it or they're going to drop it. And that's just the way that, that those dudes are set up. And in that same circumstance, Alex Smith ain't throwing that ball. He's checking it down or oh, he's scrambling or he's checking out the play. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's that's not going to win you the game, but that's not going to lose you the game. Chris, you know, and, Chris, Chris Thompson going to have a record year of catches. Yeah. 
He's gonna have two hundred. He's gonna have two hundred yards. He's gonna have two hundred catches, the most ever. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he's gonna check it down all the time, man. I mean, I'm, the wide receivers they pretty much do cardio. They just run down the field. They clear it out. I don't even know why the DBs run. By the time it's fifteen yards, the DBs just stop running. Just oh, yeah, he's go down the field. Yeah, he not one. He he can't throw deep. That not that often. He's not a deep thrower. Two, like you said, he he's gonna check it to to Chris Thompson or Jordan Reed or somebody. Somebody, Chris Thompson probably gonna have a hundred catches this year. Oh, yeah. If he stay, if he stays healthy. Why you think? So, why you think? What's the name? Look young again. Fred uh, was it? Fred Davis is that his name? Uh, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. Yeah. Why you think Vernon Davis? Vernon Davis loves Alex Smith. He played with him out with the 49ers. I bet you when the Redskins traded for him, Vernon Davis was rubbing his hands together like Birdman. He's probably up. I'm about to get my catches up. He's probably look at the wide receivers. Hey, y'all ain't getting no catches this year. He's gonna throw them all to me and Jordan. Hey, man, he, Jordan he, and Thomas Eaton. He he go he gonna get his catches up and get and, and slither one more contract out of somebody. You know, I had eight, I had eighty five catches last year. Hey, man, if you <laughs> if you a back or a tight end and you up under Alex Smith, you are gonna get paid because they gonna make you look like you an all star, man. AB AB uh, uh, Beckham. Julio Jones would demand a trade if Alex Smith came to their team. Man, that hey man, Beckham is kind of kind of talking. You hear the comments he made about he's a bust, know, man. Basically, yeah, yeah, I he's mean, a bust. I told, I told you, Brian. I told you when they signed him. I I said it. I, I saw it on Undisputed. I'm glad Skip agreed. They're going to regret that. They were talking about that this morning. They're going to regret signing that. That he 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 played he played possum this offseason. The whole offseason, you know, he was all ripping and running. And then when his agent started talking about a contract, that's when he kind of did the whole, I want to be a captain this year. I want to be a New York Giant. They gave him, they gave him the contract. This dude scored his first touchdown in week four. That's sad. His Do first you- touchdown. I mean, he he's he's very guardable. I mean, he's not a he's 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 not a take take the top off receiver. He's not that, and he's not really a possession receiver. He, he's just a he's just Hollywood to me. That, that's all he he made one catch that made him Hollywood. Now he got the hair and he's dancing and all this stuff. You pretty much signed a Hollywood guy. That's it. He's not a great receiver. He's not he's not going to the Hall of Fame. He's not going down with no great numbers. I mean, he's pretty much like a he's gonna he's gonna have a Chad Johnson type career. That's the perfect example I can give you, man. That's that's those are big words right there, man. You don't. I mean, was, tell me what you think. Uh, I think I think. I mean, he's getting the targets. He's getting the target. Whether that's him complaining on the sideline and making making a scene, um, I, I kind of equate that to the the when we were talking about Philip Rivers as far as these quarterbacks. Like I think Philip Rivers will eventually be in the Hall of Fame because of his numbers. If if OBJ is getting those type of targets, uh, 10, 11, 12, 15 targets a game, he's catching 10 balls. And, uh, you know, say he would Michael Irvin win the Hall of Fame with 700 something catches, it, something like that. I think he's going to have more, more catches over his career than Michael Irvin probably would, just because of not because I don't think I don't, I think he's a good receiver. I don't think he was worthy of that contract. But I think that. He gets his targets because of the attention he draws as far as in the media and making a scene and the offense coordinators are like, look, just throw him the ball so he can shut up, please. Just throw him the ball. Just throw, this, on this drive, throw him the ball three or four times. You know, make him happy. I think I think instead of like well, Michael Irvin working for his for his catches, at least Chad Johnson worked for his, you know, catches and stuff. So that's kind of my take on Odell. See, uh, see, Chad Johnson is not going to be a Hall of Famer, and 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 Michael Irvin's catches were were great for his time. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, Andre Rosen might have had more catches than than um than uh Michael Irvin, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But Michael Irvin's catches for his time, they wasn't they wasn't bad. You know, that's why it took so long for Chris Carter to get into the uh, Hall of Fame because his numbers was kind of like Michael Irvin's, I think, a little bit worse. Maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. But Beckham is not going to be judged off of those kind of those kind of uh, uh, criteria that those receivers was under. He's going to be under these wide receivers and, and the past wide receivers, the Randy Mosses and stuff. 
he's not going to put up great numbers. I don't think he's going to last that long in the league. I think, I think honestly, he's going to, like I said, his ceiling is going to be Chad Johnson. At worst, he's probably going to be Dez Bryant. <laughs> and I'm a huge Dez Bryant fan. Dez Bryant had a tremendous three years in the beginning of his career, and then he got that contract, and then it was he was out. He was out. Chad, Jerry, Chad. Jerry gave him two years. Beckham going to see the same fate. He, and, and if you think about it, Beckham's three years in the league, pretty much one full season, he was out. He was out. Yeah, and like the other season, he was hurt. That's what I'm saying. It's like he doesn't even put up he, he he can't even stay healthy for 16 games. And then on top of all that, they're going to give him this money. He's going to be like, he's going to be like Des, uh, Des Bryant, man. Mark, mark my words. He will, he will be just like Des Bryant. If not, he's going to be like Chad Johnson. So what'd you call him? Had, um, I'm looking, Chad Johnson had, uh, it's funny. We talked about this. Um, Chad Johnson had 766 career catches. How much you said? Michael I think I'm about to look. Let me look. I know it might I know it's more than Michael Irvin because we had this conversation yeah, on, it probably was. I, I, on, I can see that. Um let's see receptions. All right, so Odell for his career right now got three hundred and fifty two receptions and oh, that's yeah. all five hundred five hundred and fifty seven targets. Yeah, so that's yeah he gonna smack he going yeah, he gonna and that's gonna put him in the Hall of Fame. He's gonna kill that because he's getting the uh let me see, Michael Irvin. See, but, but but they're not gonna judge you off Michael Irvin played in a totally different time. Emmett Smith was the man when Michael Irvin played. He's not gonna be getting no thousand catches playing beside Emmett Smith and the other receivers and, and Jay Novacek. He ain't getting that. Let's see. Irvin was targeted 960 times. See, they don't have the targets for it, it, it's not really accurate because they don't have the targets for his first four years. But he has 750 receptions, Michael Irvin. So right. I, I think yeah, I think Odell's gonna crush that. And uh, I think I think like I said, him being him where he is, that Hollywood that crybaby stuff, I think that's perfect for New York because the New York media is going to eat that up. And, and every time he does something, whether it's kicking the net or whatever he does, screaming on the sideline, it's going to be on the news. He's going to be he relevant. Knows yeah, he, knows. He, know, he knows that and he's going to be relevant. I think that's why he's going to get to the Hall of Fame. I I, I think... You think kicking nets and having attention put on you is going to put no, no, you no, I'm thinking, No, I'm and saying numbers. like... Julio doesn't do that, right? But we know Julio's a monster. Julio doesn't right. do that. Marvin I'm Harrison saying, is a perfect Marvin, example. Marvin Harrison doesn't do that type but of stuff. bad numbers. He ain't, he ain't in there yet. And, and exactly. He probably won't get in there. I don't know why he's not going to get in there. They don't like Marvin Harrison for whatever reason. And I think that's another reason why Michael Irvin got in there, because he played for America's team. No, like, you know what? You know what? Look it up. I think Marvin Harrison is in there. Marvin Harrison? Yeah, I think he is in there. I thought Marvin Harrison got. Uh... I want to say, I want to say he got in uh, 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 two years ago because I remember, I remember um, uh, 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 T.O. saying he was better than Michael uh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, he is in there. He's in the Hall of Fame. I'm tripping. Nah, he's not in the Hall Check of it. Fame. He he got Marvin Harrison. He's in the Coach Ring of Honor 2000 All Decades Team, uh, All Big East 1995 Super Bowl champion. No. Uh, no, 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 hold on. He was a finalist from the class of 2014 and 15. Oh, he okay. He was elected. Okay. Let me see. B- before being elected in 2016, yeah, he went in with Tony Dungy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I remember T.O. making comments how he was saying he was better than Marvin Harrison, and everybody was talking about, you know, what Marvin Harrison got in because he was quiet and he was and he did his job and he went home, you know, and, and T.O. didn't. You know, so I, I remember that. See that's but that's what I'm saying. It depends on how what type of attention you draw. Like even though Michael Irvin had his troubles, I think he was still a darling, a media darling. And you know that's that's who the Pro Football uh, Hall of Fame writers are. They're media people. He's a media darling. He played on America's team, so you got to see Michael Irvin damn near every week, all the primetime games. You're not you're not getting to see. Uh, well, I'm I, I, well, I'm trying to think of receiver. 
uh, what Chad Johnson, like Chad Johnson, the Bengals weren't on prime time unless they were playing the Steelers. Like everybody had to see the Cowboys in the nineties. Everybody has to see what Odell's going to do. And that's, that's, that, that's the point I'm trying to make. Like he's bringing attention to New York. So now New York, they want him on TV. They want him here. Like I said, anytime he does something, it's going to be draw attention. And he, he cooperates with the media. That's why I think he'll be favored to go in if he can stay healthy and blow, blow past. Um, like uh, Marvin Harrison got 1,102 receptions for his career. I think he's he going to blow past Marvin Harrison just the simple, just off his targets alone. See, I just can't go by that because I can't go by that because there's going to be quarterbacks that's going to blow Dan Marino's numbers out the water. It's going to blow John Elway's numbers out the water. I mean, I mean, Pat Mahomes is 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 going to be breaking a lot of records in his career. You saw, you saw, fucking my bad. You you, you saw you saw Fitzgerald. You saw Fitzgerald uh uh throw for 400 yards in the first three games. That means nothing. He is still a a backup quarterback. That means. He's the definition of a. He's a very smart guy. He went to an Ivy League school, and he can throw a ball. So that makes him a perfect, just like Jason Garrett, makes you a perfect, perfect backup. He threw for four hundred yards. It means absolutely nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can't, I can't like some of these numbers that these quarterbacks put up. Like Drew Brees is about to go past Peyton Manning tonight against the Redskins. You know, it's you can't really go by these numbers, especially with the wide receivers. These wide receivers are just putting up all kinds of numbers. I couldn't remember too many wide receiver bubble screens back in the nineties and all and all these like short patterns and stuff because the running game was so prevalent back then. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just didn't see Michael Irvin lining up behind two wide receivers and catching a bubble screen. Right. You just didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, that is it's a different the whole different ball game now than it was. And one more with, with, with the Beckham thing, I watched the whole game yesterday. And you're 100 percent right how they're making Beckham Hollywood, bro. They had the camera on Beckham like every other five seconds. Yeah, yeah. he's when when the Giants are on defense, they're showing Beckham talking to the to the wide receivers. Oh, he's becoming the leader. Mm-hmm. Or they come on the sideline mad. Beckham must be thinking about the last pass. And they say they show him talking to uh, Eli Manning and flicking his hair up. They show him in the pre. They show him in the pregame. The whole pregame. That's all they do is they show him running around dancing, catching one hand passes. What, is, which, what type of yeah. shoes he got on? What type? Yeah, yeah. He 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 wears pregame different shoes than he wears his his uh, what's the name shoes, his cleats for the uh, actual game. Yep. I mean, yep. it's 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 they're trying to make the NFL like the NBA, and you can't because these guys got helmets on. But the one or two players that set apart like Odell's hair. You know what I'm saying, and you, you see a lot of the quarterbacks' faces. That's how they really draw you into these to these to these individuals. Yeah, you know, and and Odell Beckham is never going to be a leader. He's not a leader. He's he's way too immature. Really, Saquon Barkley. I've noticed Saquon Barkley doesn't even like stand next to Odell Beckham. He doesn't really he doesn't really like like kick it with Odell Beckham like that. That's what I noticed. I, you know what? I haven't noticed. That. I'm gonna have to pay attention to. Um, I'm gonna have to pay attention next time the Giants are on TV. I, I really haven't paid attention to that. Yeah, I watched. I watched the whole game, and uh, yeah, definitely Odell, uh, Odell Beckham. Like he'll come over there too, Saquon Barkley and stuff. But they don't like kicking on the sideline like Odell Beckham and Shepard, you know, or Odell Beckham and um and uh, Collins on the defense. Okay, you know, you'll see him joking and kicking it, but you don't see Barkley doing that. But you know, I watched Barkley with Penn State. I kind of see his personality. He's not. He's not that. He's he's not that kind of a guy, you know. Just like Zeke. Zeke. Zeke ain't no no laugh guy, no joke guy on the sideline. He just does his job and that's it. Yeah, which is cool. Hey, which is what you want. And you know that, what I'm saying? That's fine. You, you make it make your plays on the field. I know Zeke does his you know feed me joint, but that's after he makes a play. He has a. I remember you like you remember Santana Mall spinning the ball and he. He'd get like a, a three yard gain. And you need an eight for the first down. And he's getting up, spinning the ball like those. That's not that's not Zeke. You know, <laughs> Zeke Zeke is only gonna do that that feed me zone after he got a big run, picked up a first down. You ain't got to worry about him showing off, and you down and plus and you down and by plus, you know yep. whatever. And plus on top of all that, Johnson, you know this is this is uh this is this is the the the, the brand stage of a. Uh, 
pretty much the era. This is the brand era. And that's like his brand now is to do the feed me thing. Anytime somebody, no matter where you at in America, if somebody has a cowboy shirt on and another person walks up on him and does the feed me, they're gonna be like, Oh, Ezekiel Elliott, give each other that and then and they know what it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ezekiel, that that's his brand. What you said about Santana Moss, he wasn't doing the brand because it wasn't really out then. But that was like his thing. Like like uh Michael Irvin did the first down. Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah, but he was on crack, so that's why he did he's had just too much energy. <laughs> but 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 he did that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their brand. You know, and Odell Beckham, his hair right now is like his brand. I'm seeing him on the sideline. He looks like a white girl, man. He's flicking his hair back. Yeah, he does. Like that is a white girl. And I'm like, I'm like, he and he likes this. Hey, you know what I told KG today, and I, I noticed it yesterday. Uh, they had a clip of Odell talk uh, before a Sunday Night Football came on, and I said, man, the 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 blonde part of his hair looks fake to me. It did. I you know I don't know if it is or not, but to me. It looked would it shock you if it was? No, no, it absolutely, exactly. it absolutely would not because he's that type of guy. He's that type that that separates him from everybody else. Like if Antonio Brown is walking down the street at Odell, everybody's going to notice Odell first. Nobody's going unless you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But damn, that's Antonio Brown. Everybody, even the casual NFL fan, they're going to see that that blonde hair top. That's Odell Beckham Jr. And the crowd is gonna run to that side. Yeah. Man, that's all that I mean, hey, if you take the if you take the star power away, and you see two dudes walking down, and they're and they're and one one looks like AB, and the other looks like Odell, your eyes are gonna be drawn more to the guy with blonde hair, and he's and he's constantly flicking it back over his head. Exactly. That's what your eyes, your eyes are gonna look at this guy like, like look at this dude with his blonde hair. Like I. I can't tell you anybody has a blonde hair look is asking for attention. We 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 we're sitting anybody. we're sitting here talking about. It. I'm trying to remember what Julio Jones looked like. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Uh, you know, what I'm, I'm trying to. I know what AB looks like in my head, but it'll register in a second. Like that's that's what we talk about as far as you know the NFL being. You know, once you get to that point where you're recognizable, you you're marketable, and I think the NFL is going to as long as Odell's playing. They're going to market him into the ground. And whether he has, he's worthy of the Hall of Fame or not, he, mm-hmm. he's going to get in there. What, let me ask you this before we go to our Cowboy talk. What would Odell have to do for you to, to be that, that, that top-notch receiver? Like, let, all right, before, before you answer that, out of all the receivers, give me a number where Odell would be. It's like, is he the 10th best? Is he the 15th best? Where do you, where do you put him at right there? Odell Beckham. I would put him I would put him in the low top ten. Okay. He'd be eight, nine, or ten. Okay. See yeah, if I had a list, I know I know I can get seven guys before I get to Odell. I know that. And see, I did that because I don't want people to be like, well, he's a cowboy fan and he's hating o- o- Odell. See, ladies and gentlemen, if that was the case, he'd be like, Well, he's not even in the top ten. He's not even in my top twenty. That's what I'm saying. Football mind. No, I gotta respect the man's talent. He, he definitely has talent, they, and, and that's and that's that's the point I wanted to make. All right. So now the next question: What would Odell have to do for you to break the top five to or the top three guys in the league? What does he have to do? I think he has to. He he definitely has to be consistent. He has to stay healthy. Number one, I take that back. The number one is to stay healthy. Number two is to become consistent. Meaning he has to start putting up 100 catch seasons. Like I said, I mean, AB, AB and uh, and uh, um, AB and Julio Jones and my boy from um, Tampa Bay. Evans. I forgot his name. I just had his name in my head. Number 13, a wide receiver. Mike, you know what I'm talking about? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. They're, they're, all three of them are consistent, are consistent. Mike Evans doesn't have great quarterback play, and he's consistent. You know, you have to be consistent. And then that's that's when you get your props. You don't you don't get props for having one catch, man. One catch in hair. You 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 can't be considered one of the best just because of that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So yeah. If for some like, I mean he just he just he he just got his first he just got his first touchdown catch and I think his first hundred yard game this past week and they lost. And they lost, you know, and, and one of the big reasons they lost, probably the main reason is because he, uh, 
he ran up under the punt and it hit his leg. Okay. And and uh, the Panthers recovered in the end zone, and that was his, that was all his fault. He wanted to go he wanted to go fair catch the ball, and then he uh and then he tried to block the guy so he couldn't catch it on the two yard line, and the ball just fell right on uh, Odell's leg, bouncing the end zone. You know, so that's he, I mean, would that happen to AB and, and Julio? Absolutely not. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the next part we're gonna we're gonna tell we're gonna, we're gonna dive into the Dallas Cowboys for a hot second with an authentic Dallas Cowboy fan. Man, I want you to take me through this 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 Cowboy season, the off season, real quick. Um, I know you got little mama playing in the background. I want you to take me through here. I want you to tell me what's wrong with the Dallas Cowboys. The top. Jerry Jones. <laughs> every every diehard Cowboy fan that has a pulse will tell you the problem starts at the top with Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is fine with Dallas being the number one, what are we, the number one revenue uh, uh, or the, the, the highest paid team or something like that? I thought you were like number one in Forbes. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I thought y'all were the number one uh, we are. worth in the world. In the world, yeah, in the world. Yeah, with a number one uh, revenue, something in the world. Jerry is totally fine with that. As long as his team is bringing in money hand over fist, he's fine with just putting the product on the field that's watchable. Him winning the championship, he showed showed us this year that winning a championship is not the number one key to Jerry because the Rams went out and got everybody that they possibly can get, putting themselves in the, uh, what you call that? When you when you overpay players in your franchise, oh, the, uh, uh, the uh, luxury tax and over the salary cap. Yeah, yep, they're in that, you know. But why? They don't care because once you win a championship, that pays for itself and more. It does and then and, and then they, you, you know you can start to them soon, so they know they can afford it. It's like what Golden State is doing. Yeah, you know, just pay them and wait and 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 and, and suffer the consequences later. But just go for broke, Jerry Jones. He cut Dez Bryant. Jason Witten retires, and and you know you know the Cowboys had to know that Jason Witten was thinking about retiring. You know they had to know this. Now, Jason Witten just wake up and tell them he's retiring. But, I, but even even yeah. even even if like okay, if you're a good GM, even if you don't think like let's just say Jason Witten blindsided you, hey, I'm retiring. Even if he does that, they still didn't have anybody to come in like, hey, we drafted somebody. To, to, to be under Witten's wing and to take over. I mean, that you still have to, even even if you're not prepared that way, you know, from him telling you, hey, I'm retiring this year, I can't do it. Oh, okay, we got somebody in the wing, or you go get somebody. That's what I'm saying. We don't, we didn't, we didn't make any moves. Tavon Austin, that's what we do. We go out and get Tavon Austin. And then, and then we finally signed Butler back, but now we signed him back in this Bryce Butler. We signed him back during the middle of the first two weeks of the season. I mean, we don't go out and get Earl Thomas, which we desperately need. You know, we, can't we, get him we, now. We, draft, we, we draft for nobody from Boise State, you know, oh, we should have. Oh, 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 hold on. Nobody, he's a nobody. You think Vanda, you think he's that bad? Is he? When you when you draft a player in the first round, high in the first round, you do agree that this player needs to make an impact, I or he's a bust, it, right? Immediately, this season, immediate impact, right? Immediately, right. In my mind, what we needed to do is either trade up and get Doran James from Florida State, go get him, or get or get somebody that's gonna that, that's gonna help our back end. Yes, we do need a linebacker. Sean Lee is like a is like a, a, a just he's like glass. Cough <laughs> on him, his hamstring is gone. He has the worst groin and hamstring ever to play in football history. I swear to God, <laughs> I understand the thought of going for middle linebacker, but it wasn't like we went for a no brainer middle linebacker. We went for a dude who we probably could have got in the second round. That's a horrible decision. Well, you could have easily went up and got a surefire safety in Doran James. You could have – that would have shored our, 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 our back end up quickly, and he would have been under a three-year uh, rookie contract. So he ain't going to be – you ain't got to pay him nothing. 
You know, so I understand you probably not going out and getting Earl Thomas because you got to give up a first round or a second round pick, which you which you should do because you can't get anybody in the first round next year that's going to be better than Earl Thomas. But I do understand us not getting them because Earl Thomas is you got to give up a first round draft pick and you got to pay Earl Thomas top notch money. And Jerry, for some reason, doesn't want to do that. So to answer your question, it is it starts from the top. That's where it starts from. Okay. Okay. Um, I can agree with you with the, with the Jerry Jones. I I, I kind of feel the same way because before we got on the podcast, I said he has too much pride to go get Dez, and I think Dez one you could get him cheap because he he he's been sitting out there. Nobody wants him. You could get him for cheap, and I think he would help the offense immediately. Y'all not going to be top five offense. I think they y'all would move the ball way better than what y'all do now if Dez was on the field. So, all right, so with that being said, on the field play, play calling, what's wrong with the Dallas Cowboys? Predictable. We're very predictable. You know what we're going to do every – I mean, teams said before the game during the week on Wednesday media day, they said, you know, we're going to stop Zeke. Basically saying, Dak, you can't beat us. We're going to we're going to stop Zeke. I remember the Giants said it, and then the, like the first play of the game, that went like sixty yards down the field. Tavon Austin, I think that's the last catch Tavon Austin had. You know, so that's teams know all they got to do is stack the box and stop um, Zeke. Then on top of that, like I said, the play calling is very predictable. You know what we're going to do all the time, and then we have absolutely no weapons. Nobody nobody is getting separation. You know, so you can't fully blame Dak because he's throwing to nobody. He's not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. He can't make a nobody somebody. And between between um Linehan and uh and uh Jason Garrett, I don't know who's who's to blame with that. You know, you can't just keep giving the ball to Zeke and expecting him to win us games, man. You know, we gotta have some kind of game plan. So that's pretty much the on field. And on top of that, you know, we have the worst safety in the world in Heath. <laughs> Heath is the worst safety in the entire world. I mean, there's like 20 uh, safeties in college that's better than Heath. I don't even know how he still has a job in the NFL. You know, I, I understand that when you got a white boy at a skill position, it like, it like looks good. But he's not good, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, 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 the the Vikings they have a white boy number twenty. Uh, he uh, balls. Smith. He, Smith, right? He's a baller. He does his job. The white boy from the Ravens with the beard, number thirty-two. Uh, Weddle. Weddle. Weddle ball. He ball with the Chargers. And, and and he's older and slower, and he still balls. Why? Because why? Because he's he's in the playbook. He's like a he's like a Sean Lee. When Charlie Lee is in the game, he makes a difference because he's a coach on the field. Weddle, Weddle is a coach on the field. If he can't get there, he's going to tell you how to get there. And then he'll get there when he gets there. But he's going to put you in position. Heath is just horrible. He is horrible. You know what I'm saying? So our back end is bad. Uh, uh, Jones is our best DB. And he gets torched all the time. So... Man, it's, it's it's looking bad. We, it, when the Redskins lose tonight, and they're going to lose, tonight, you know, it's, it's it's the division is going to be up for grabs all the way to the end. Yeah, because all the way to the end, it's going to be up for grabs. Philly's looking shaky right now. I don't know if I contribute that to Carson Wentz trying to get the rust off of him. I think they'll get going eventually. I still think that. Uh, if they have Carson Wentz, I think that'll be I, – I'll give them the edge on the division. But we have Mr. Consistency over in, 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 in uh, FedEx Field. So, I think, like you said, he's not going to lose games for the Redskins, but he's definitely not going to – man, man uh, Alex Smith threw for 490 today and five touchdowns. You'll never hear that. So, um what was I going? If I put money down, it'd be the Redskins. Redskins would be my pick to win the division, but I just think it's going to come down to the last three weeks of the season. And mark mark my words, man. I I feel strongly because uh uh Jai he, he's on IR now. They gonna try to go get Lev Bell. They in the same state. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm telling you, man. I was thinking about it earlier, and then I was watching uh I was watching Adam just now. You know, talk about um, because uh, uh, the chick asked Adam, you know, do they think that uh, 
that the Eagles will look at it, and they said the Eagles have been looking at it, you know. But it's kind of, I mean, the deal is kind of impossible because you got to like get him, and then and then he he has to still play under the tender or whatever it is. He still has to play under the franchise tag this year, you know. And and you got to kind of probably, I guess, give him a handshake deal on, you know, we're going to sign you full term or or for a long term contract. So, but mark my words, they will they will make a they will make a strong play for that dude because. The running back position is pretty much the only position that they're weak at. Yeah. That's it. I mean, if you put Lev Bell back there. With the Eagles, that's, that's, and, it just opens up everything. And 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 we talk about momentum. If you add a player like that right now, you tell me that doesn't boost that whole franchise, the whole city? Absolutely. Man, Absolutely. That's huge. Yeah, man, you picking up possibly the best running back in the league? Yes, sir. Yeah. And not only the best running back in the league, one of the best receiver, one of the best all around back because he can line up a wide receiver too. All around back. Yeah. Yep. All around back. You're receiving one of the best all. I mean, when, when when you make a move like that, that's telling your team that we want to win again right now. Yeah, it is. That's that's what that's saying. Jerry Jones don't make moves like that. He gets Bryce Butler. He gets Tavon Austin. That's who he gets. <laughs> Tavon Austin. All right. So, he- so let me ask you. Uh, a healthy Sean Lee or a healthy Vanderish? Are you kidding me, Johnson? <laughs> I, just, I just had to hear it. <laughs> no, Vanderish, he should still be in his sixth year in college right now. He needed oh, he needed to play six. He needed to play two more extra seasons in college in order to be drafted where he was drafted at. Man, Sean Sean Lee is a premier linebacker if he stayed healthy. He's a premier meaning. He's a top three linebacker in the league if if he wasn't so fragile. He's fine, China. He's fragile. I, I just had to hear it, man. That's all. That's I just had to hear it. All right, let, let me ask you before we wrap up one more question. Do you think um do you think Travis Frederick, you, what's what's going on with him? Do y'all does he play again? Oh, you saying again like career or this year? Yeah, I'm saying career. You think that the yeah. I think that's a better question, yeah. That's that's a that's a big loss, man. Yeah, that's you see it. Yeah, it's it's a huge loss. You know, we got to we got to rebound. I mean, great franchises rebound, man. When a player goes down, you got to to me that's scouting, and that's the top. That's what I'm saying. The top knows what it's doing. When you got the when you got a when you got a Bill Belichick who can just insert a guy when he loses a main guy, that means they've been scouting. I said, hey, you know they they know what they're getting. We but we, we have to get you on the Sunday podcast because I said that yesterday. I said the 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 two. I think the two best coaches right now that's really good at that, and you're watching it is Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. They lose pieces, and when they get pieces, they are masters at putting them in, in positions where their strengths are 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 on, on showcase. Just like C.J. Beathard. I'm laughing at C.J. Beathard, uh, and he's putting up numbers. Like, that. that's good. That's because of Kyle. That's not because I'm C.J. Beathard might be a decent quarterback, but Kyle's putting him in position to to, to win games, man. I, I really – hey, and the Redskins lost out on both of them guys. Both of them. Had him right here. Had him right here and, 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 kept, and kept your boy Gruden because his last name. Gruden. What, what what did Gruden do with Andy Dalton that was so great that deserved him a head coaching job? I I, I think I fans that all the time. What did he do so? How did Andy? How did how did how did Donald? I mean, uh, uh, uh how did he get so good to make him a head coach in the NFL? You you we had we had the same last questions. So last night. That's why. But my thing. He's a. But my thing is, and 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 I make I poke fun at this every week. I, I right now I'm enjoying watching the Oakland Raiders lose because John Gruden hasn't done anything besides piggyback off a of Tony Dungy team to win the Super Bowl. Other than he did that. That's what started the snowball, Johnson. And what continued the snowball was the fact that he was a media darling. The the media loves him. Love they him. love his face. They love how he speaks. You know, and all this stuff. I mean, this is the same dude that said he would have took Johnny Manziel number one yes, overall. Yes, exactly. The same dude that said that. And then he goes to the Raiders and doesn't sign the best 
defensive player on your team, possibly in the NFL, doesn't sign him back. You know, and then, like, I would say a week later, man, uh, DNs don't grow off trees. Somebody come up there and slap them across his face when he said that. Hey, man. You know, he's a horrible play caller. It's like the game passed him by. Derek Derek Carr is a piece of of clay that's needing to be molded. And this dude is not molding this piece of – Derek Carr can be one of – one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league. He's definitely. There. I agree. But he just needs that. He needs that Sean McVay. You mean to tell me if Sean McVay had had uh, had Derek Carr on the Rams, they'd they wouldn't be, be doing the same? They'd be lighting it up. And, 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 yep. and, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. They only threw to Amari Cooper one time yesterday. One time. How do you throw to your number one yeah. receiver? One That's waste time. of talent, man, I, man. It's no way, and, and I, I'm I'm going to enjoy watching the Raiders suffer for paying this man. Basically, give him a lifetime coaching contract for a hundred million dollars. How do you give a coach who's been out the game that long ten million a year for ten years? Now, it, it's it, because his name is Gruden. He he he's talking on Monday Night Football all big and bad. He he. He is what the Raiders want, that bad, mad look. You know, like you say, and, and just like we were talking about before, the media darling, Odell Beckham, everything, they, the camera has to be on him all day, all game. He's a, he's a, he's a media darling. He won a, he won a, a, a very fraudulent Super Bowl because that was <laughs> – everybody knew that was Tony's team. Everybody knew that. Then Tony went to the coast and won his own, mm-hmm. but everybody knew that was Tony's team. Yep. You know, then he got out the league and he stayed out, turned down a couple of coaches' jobs, which made him more intriguing. You know, and then finally when the when the Raiders lured him back, I mean, who does who turns down a ten year, hundred million dollar deal? Can't. Nobody turns. You can't because even if even if he leaves early, they got to do some type of uh, uh, buyout. <laughs> so he's good. He could come in. He could come in here. And then bomb. he goes right back. To exactly. He could, yeah. he could come in here and bomb the next three or four seasons. And oh, it's not working out, and we're, we're gonna buy him out. He done made he done made away like a villain. Man, that's all they want. That's what that's why they brought Marshawn Lynch in, you know, because they know that this Raiders team ain't gonna be great, and they got like one more year left in Oakland, you know, until they go to Vegas, and that's all that they they just want. They just want a show that'll lead them to Vegas. Yeah, you know, that's it. Because Marshawn Lynch. To, to to me, you know, you told me this years ago, and I love the fact you told me this. The dude gave up on the gave up on the Buffalo Bills, gave up on them. Had like two good, not great seasons, two good seasons with the Seahawks, and now everybody loves this dude. He's probably gonna get put in the Hall of Fame because of that. He loves Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is one of the most overrated running backs that's ever played the game. I, I will ever played. I will give him so he's a he's a power back to the core. That he he is that. But that's when he wants to be, though. That's when he wants to be. No, but and I, and, I, and I don't like that. He he plays when he wants to play. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, he plays when he wants to play, man. Hey, man, brother, we got to get you on on Sundays, man, with the rest of the crew, so we can talk NFL, man. It's been hella fun right now, man. Got to get you, yeah. on, man. We got to get you on. Got to. Um, we can do, man. You know this Redskins game on now. I, so, hey, man. Let's go watch. These, let's go watch these dudes do what they do. Hey, man, I definitely, definitely gonna watch them. Um, we will. We'll, I'll post the links for Sideline Junkies for this show on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Instagram with Sideline Junkies, Facebook with Sideline Junkies podcast, um, Twitter Sideline Junkies podcast. You can reach us, email sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Also, I know we keep saying it, but we, we have a website coming up soon where the guys will be blogging and, and writing articles on their, on their different teams and their opinions. So be looking out for that. This is my man, Gary. I appreciate you coming on, brother. I appreciate the insight. And like I said, we got to get you on. We got to do it again, man. We can't, we can't, we can't wait uh, uh, three or four months again, man. I got you covered, man. I just felt a little bad that y'all jipped me on my on my basketball team. I was hurt. <laughs> hey, we hey we go we gonna figure something else out and we gonna do it again and we 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 gonna make it neutral so nobody feels slighted. So is that fair? Uh, man, you I don't my my feelings is hurt, but if we can make it, yeah, if we could do it again, I. I 
I got to redeem myself, man. I was thinking how we could do it with football, but it's kind of impossible because that's just too much. You know, we'd have to go through the lines and all that stuff, but we're going to get something together, man, for sure. I'll figure it out, man. You know, you know, that's what my brain does figure stuff. So I can figure out how we can do it. And then you win. That's why we don't need you figuring it out. We need, we need everybody to figure it out. We don't need the commissioner winning every single tournament that we do. That's not how, how is that that you figured out the NBA format and then you won the, the format? Come on, man. See, see what we got to see what I got to go through. See what I got to go through, junkies. This is what I got to go through for taking that NBA title, man. The trophy still is actually collected dust underneath my TV, man. I'm going to go wipe that off and, and, and probably send you a picture of it. Man, you was probably you was probably playing. You probably put your put your team on no fatigue. You did something, man. Oh man! Stamping it to the roof and Kobe out there, he gassed. Oh man! Hey man, that's all the time we got for tonight. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Like I said, I'm gonna get my man Gary on here more often so y'all can hear um, all his all his uh, insight and everything. Uh, Monday night, y'all go enjoy the Redskins and Saints. Watch Drew Brees break this record. Uh, y'all be safe. Take care. Gary, I'll holler at you in a little bit, bro. Yes, sir. All right.